Welcome everyone to Nano's Indie Cafe, the show where we discuss and promote various indie games and indie projects. If you have your own indie game or indie project, feel free to uh, pop by sometime, discuss it, talk about it, and when we do this like Wednesday through Friday, uh, typically at 2 p.m. Arizona time at twitch.tv slash now here, and today we are doing the podcast portion of the show and today i have a really special guest i i guess i've been wanting to talk for for a long time uh the developer of nom nom apocalypse welcome man if you want to introduce yourself yeah thanks for having you my name's josh sacco and i'm the solo dev from dead leaf games cool yeah it's Crazy, like having you here, because like I, I've been following your games since I started doing the show, so it's kind of like coming kind of full circle kind of thing. So, how, how, how long have you been like working on your game? Awesome, um, about two and a half years now. Yeah, that's close. About the time I think I started, so it's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. So, how would you? Do you, do you want to like give people a brief like uh, rundown of what your game is or what it's about? Yeah, so it's a light-hearted twin-stick shooter with light roguelite elements, and you the uh, food apocalypse has happened to the city, and it's up to you as a food fighter to um, sort of clear the the city and get rid of all the like food movements in each area. Cool. So. Uh, can you kind of explain to people what a twin stick shooter? Like I kind of get, I've only played obviously years and a couple of hours, so so I'm not like super familiar with twin stick shooter. Yeah, so uh, twin stick shooters vary from game to game, but usually it's the uh, the use of the control with both sort of sticks. So one is to aim and one is to move. So that usually that's usually what's the defining element of a twin six shooter, but the actual games themselves uh, vary, in in my opinion. So that'd be my definition. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what w- w- was the first like twin six shooter you played? Oh, uh, probably a long time ago as a kid. I couldn't remember uh, the first one I played, but uh, I've played various over the years. Okay, uh, what are some of your favorites then? Uh, definitely Binding of Isaac. That's a pretty good one. Would um, that be a twin stick shooter? Um, it, it does come under it, but uh, it's sort of hard because it does have the twin stick shooter controls, but I wouldn't say it is a twin stick shooter yeah, I, sort I, of I, type I c- thing. I consider it more of a, like a roguelike than a twin stick shooter. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Um, yeah, I did like uh, Nuclear Throne as well um, for that. I mean, it sort of varies because you could say like they have the elements, but uh, they're not exactly the, the sort of typical twin-stick shooters. So, so to, to talk more about like a twin-stick shooter, what do you think makes a good one and what makes a bad one? Like, do you have any like views on that? Um. 
I, I guess I would say you sort of obviously ones where you know the shooting feels good um, and the movement feels good is probably what I'd define as something that would be uh, favorable. Um, yeah, that that's sort of all I sort of look like look towards is something that sort of feels good, you know, when playing. Yeah, because I uh, one of the, the ones I remember playing. At least I think I remember. I I hope I'm not making this game up, and it actually exists. But I I, I remember like Black Ops had like a twin stick like shooter like mini game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure if I'm like making it up, but I I remember like pl- uh pl- playing that a lot, and you there was a lot like the different like power ups you can get and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So besides like twin stick like shooters, uh, are there any other like video game genres or video game types you really like? Um, I do like um sort of the adventure adventure RPG games and uh, platform games as well. So when you say adventure RPGs, uh, what types in particular are you talking about? Uh, a Skyrim is definitely okay. a good one. So yeah. more like open world Western RPGs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so uh, did you play a lot of games growing up? Or like, how did you like get into gaming? Um, yeah, I did play a lot of games from early on. Um, growing up, I did start on the uh, Commodore sixty four, which is like a yeah, yeah, very old. Uh, remember playing the helicopter game, this helicopter game um, on it as a kid. So you would it just be like pixels, and like you'd just be this helicopter, and uh, uh, and you you basically have to, you know, it's side scrolling, so you have to like drop down to fuel up again and go back up and try to shoot the sort of uh, water towers to get points and stuff. So that was very old. But yeah, I did play uh, first generation consoles like uh, X. Uh, PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox. Yeah. Even earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked about my like gaming story here before, but I pretty much started with the N64 and then I went to the SNES for some reason. I I, I don't know how you go backwards in gaming, but apparently you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. So if you don't mind me asking, uh, where were you from? Uh, Australia. Australia. Yeah. There's quite a few, like, uh, Australia devs out there. Yeah, um, in Melbourne, there's a really strong sort of game development scene. Um, so there's quite a few games coming out from, from Melbourne, yeah. So is the community pretty, like, strong there? Do you guys, like, have get-together, like, meetups? Yeah, yeah, there is a meetup group, and uh, yeah, the the community is pretty strong um, down in Melbourne. Yeah. So, did you know you, you always wanted to make a game, or did you discover that after maybe you got a degree in something else and you f- f- felt like, oh, okay, I don't want to do this; I'd rather make games. No, I've always wanted to make games. Um, I I started playing around on the Commodore 64 as a kid. So I had a pretty early start and uh, made games in Game Maker growing up. And then from there, I just studied it uh, straight out of high school and uh, sort of been working in the game industry for the last uh, eight years. 
So it's been a pretty, you know, I've been pretty, uh, you know, committed to it and, you know, always wanted to do it. Yeah. So, 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 so uh, did, did you, I, I don't know if I m- m- miss it, but did you go to uh, f- any like formal e- 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 education or? Yeah, um, I went to a place called uh, Interactive uh, Academy of Interactive Entertainment. So I did study for two years, doing an uh, advanced diploma. Cool. So uh, Num Num's your uh, f- first game, right? Yeah, first published. Yeah. So, uh, what made you want to go like indie versus trying to get into the triple A game industry? Um, I've been working uh, commercially for the last eight years and uh, I thought it was just time to sort of go out and uh, start sort of creating my own stuff. I wanted to uh, sort of take sort of a new path. So what kind of work did you do before? Um, I was basically an artist uh, for different sort of companies and stuff. So working on different IP um, just at companies, yeah. Uh any companies you can say that you worked for or no? Um, yeah, I did work for Three Sprockets, Taurus Games, uh, Trickster Games. Um, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's very interesting. Now we're seeing a lot of like um, AAA, they were able to go like more indie. Yeah, a lot of small scale. Yeah, they're making a lot of small scale games compared to you know we used to seeing a lot of bigger sort of ones in the past. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 what's the origin of like Nam Nam Apocalypse? Like, how did you come up with it? Like, did you like eat a bad a bad Big Mac and have nightmares then <laughs> that night or? Um. Before I was in the game industry 10 years ago, I actually worked um, at McDonald's uh, in the back. So, <laughs> so I had a bit I, of ex- I, I, I'm, I'm not far off then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had a big experience dealing with a lot of greasy, sort of monstery looking sort of type food. So, I feel bad for, for people who have to, to work in fast food. I mean, like it's uh, it's yeah, it's not all bad. Like it's it was an all right job, um, but yeah, it's uh, it can get a bit uh, dirty well, at well, times, well, like well, any job. Well, it's mostly the, the, the like because uh, I don't th- think a lot of people tr- tr- treat people restaurant people with like respect, you know. We 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 That's, uh, we, we take what they do for granted. Yeah, uh, hospitality is definitely like a very, uh, a very brutal sort of industry, um, and that's sort of like why I wanted to make them the like the heroes in like Nom Nom Apocalypse. They're sort of like an unlikely hero. They're the ones who like save the day with their sort of skills and the you know courage and stuff. Sort of just like a different take instead of having like policemen and army sort of army sort of uh, guys, you got like these, you know, these industry workers and hospitality workers sort of, you know, saving the day. Okay, so, so you, you had this idea for the Nam Nam Apocalypse. You're like, I'm going to like make this 
game how do you begin would you start do you start drafting notes or like would you go from like an initial concept to let's make this game um i do a lot of like gray boxing and like uh sort of like just the prototyping so i just get like the basics in there so just like blocks getting the movement sort of set up um you know possible like testing how it might feel um and then on the side you know writing notes thinking about what the the sort of creatures and characters would look like um and then slowly building up from that so you did a lot like pre-planning before you actually began development right yeah a reasonable amount um yeah it did go a few, like uh, through a few iterations um, before f- finalizing sort of like how the the game would work. And um, why did you choose a t- twin stick shooter f- uh, for your like first game? Did you just like really love twin stick shooters? Or? I just felt like um, it was sort of like fun to sort of like uh to play as like that that I wanted to do a different take on it, something more lighthearted. Um but I felt like uh it'd be cool to do something sort of in that sort of nature. Um but with a different art style. Yeah, uh, speaking of like art style, you, 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 your game has a really like stylized cartoonish like style. How long did it take to come up with that style and finalize it and how many like changes and iterations did, did it go through until you were happy with it um it did the art style come together pretty fast um i did want to make something that uh was easy to sort of read from afar um uh, from a distance um with the style uh, i sort of wanted to make something that sort of felt like you know uh sort of blobby and chunky um like sort of food so everything had to be sort of like this uh sort of thick sort of globby looking type sort of world i'm gonna be so hungry after this interview by the way <laughs> that's good <laughs> so you do the art yourself right yep yep uh so how long have you been do- doing art uh probably I've been doing it since I've like I've been a kid as well, so easily you know twenty years. Uh, what about three D art? Three D art, um, maybe ten years, over ten years. And because three D art has a particular like pipeline, so what's your like art pipeline like? Um, I usually uh like figure out what sort of enemy I'm going to to have whether and what their attack's going to be um and then I'll concept it um model it and then uh sort of test it in game to see if it works um at the camera angle it does and then make any iterations from that and then once I think uh it works at that angle um I'll go through finalize it then rig it up and uh start animating it before putting it in and how long does like one like finished like character like monster take roughly? Um, it can to to model and uh, 
animating get it in it could probably take one to two days so it's pretty pretty simple and fast but really? like bosses yeah yeah it, it just depends because it's like it, like a simple enemy that's sort of small with like a few legs is pretty fast um but like something like a boss can take you know almost a week to two weeks uh or maybe a week to sort of make and then animate and get in but then it takes like another week or two weeks to do the attacks and test you pretty much have a nice little system set up to make content then. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have a lot of experience uh, working at the companies that I did before doing this. So I got, got to sort of find out how people work and uh, what's the fastest way to, to go through things. Because I know that that can be like a struggle for a lot of like indie like uh devs uh particularly ones who are so young and inexperienced they don't know where to start and they just start creating and doing stuff together without like having a system in place yeah i mean like obviously um i've got it on this project i had gaps in knowledge because this is my first time doing like uh from start to finish on a whole project by myself um, so I learned a lot myself on this project, but it definitely helps having experience from, you know, working at companies and prior experience growing up making games as well, you know. So, um, and there's definitely a lot more resources out there today than there was, you know, uh, growing up. So, Oh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, resources to, like, make a game nowadays. I've said it before, I was thinking it's never been this easy to make a game like it is today. But because of that, there's so many games and the market can get saturated because of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there's, there's, I guess there's good and bad sides to everything. Um, yeah, it's definitely been so easy, uh, I guess. Like I remember in Game Maker uh, growing up, you know, it's like you'd have to sit there and uh, sort of draw out every sort of sprite and stuff and put it in. But I think game making now has come a long way and it's, you know, really cool to use. But then even Unity, you know, um, being able to make stuff, you know, make games and stuff uh, in Unity so fast is really cool, yeah. you know. So I think the thing Unreal has been really catching uh, up uh, the last couple of years. Yeah, Blueprinters have really made it accessible. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and the fact that they've actually made like Unreal like free because for the, the longest time it wasn't free. Yeah, so I definitely think Unity uh, changed the landscape of how uh, you know people make games. You know, because it's really gated off to like companies who could afford you know the the engines. You know, about you know ten years ago, now it's like anyone can sort of make games. So all the companies are sort of competing. You know, to get yeah, yeah, and the engines, like engines, I think have gone better, stronger. Like I used to have a kind of mad opinion about Game Maker, but from like doing the streams and the show and stuff, I've been impressed by a lot of Game Maker games. Like people have made some really cool like games at Game Maker. I'm like, whoa, you made that in Game Maker? Yeah, I, I definitely see a few. Um, like I said, growing up, you know, seeing, you know, what people are creating with it now, I'm just like amazed, you know, that was made in Game Maker. Um, 
it just shows you that it's like the imagination of someone and not so much, you know, the tools, you know, you can, you can really like push, you know, what you want to do in yeah, these engines. You, you do, I, I always say like find the tool that like works best f- for you, you know? Yeah. And unless you're working f- for someone, then you use the tool they tell you to use, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can ask for tools. That's always an option. <laughs> Yeah, but game game engine is like a different story, you know. Yeah, yeah. Typically, you you don't have that power to make that decision, you know. Yeah. So, so I kind of want to go back talking about the models and like the character designs. How did you like make like each of them unique? Because I, I I played a little bit of your game. I I I didn't get that far. I, 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 I can't get past the first level, man. Like, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Your game's hard, man. Even <laughs> though oh, I'm, like, bad at games. But, like, I was, like, blown away to just the different style, the, the different, like, designs, particularly those, like, boss designs. Like, each design was pretty unique. It was pretty cool. How did you pull that off, man? Um, I guess, like, I've been, I've been pretty into, like, characters, cartoons, animation, all that stuff. But uh, I guess the I sit there sort of concepting different monster ideas. And I did look at the monster movies to see, you know, I did want, like, these hulking sort of monsters. But I also wanted them um, to feel different, look different in, like, different ways. Um, and, like, pick out the, the really iconic things about, the, like, the food. So, like, with the noodle uh, Nudogora, you know, obviously, like the chopsticks are something that really identify with like noodles. So I was like, okay, let's turn that into claws. Um, and then, like with uh, Sweet Tooth, the candy sort of creature, I was like, you know, because um, like he's sort of like this uh, creepy sort of like character with long uh, sort of candy fingers. I was like, okay, that's sort of nightmarish, you know, that sort of belongs in the school. So let's make him like come out from the shadows. He's sort of like this sort of nightmare sort of creature you know that would haunt like kids dreams and stuff so you sort of just like sort of like iterate on an idea until you find one that sort of fits like a sort of cool sort of backstory without having to make a story sort of like the the sort of design tells the story so that raises an interesting question and i've had different responses and different conversations about this so what do you think were you are you design or your story Oh, oh uh, gameplay or story, I, I guess might be better, you know. Uh, whether I prefer gameplay or story. Like, particularly when you're designing, should you have the story figured out first or should the game design come first? Um, yeah, I've seen this online. I think game design should come first because um, I think you need to have a base, for, like, base of, the game worked out before you do the story unless it's like a narrative game then i think it might differ from the scenario because you're, you're making a game around you know a story experience but you still want to have they should still be worked on together i think um but i think for game yeah i think for games because they're an interactive experience i think working on 
the actual game design is probably a little bit more important, but they can be worked on together to make the best sort of result. Yeah, yeah you probably should be working with them at the same time and make sure your game design and your, your, your like narrative design person are you know talking to each other so that you can like make the best game like possible. Yeah, yeah. So to talk about the levels a bit, one, they're hard. Two, how did you go about like designing these levels and making sure that the levels like actually flowed, flow well? Um. So I guess um, there's sort of like a a sort of like ramping system I sort of used through each level. And what it, what sort of starts off as is like it slowly starts to rise in difficulty, um, and then it'll drop um, to an easier sort of area before going up again and then versing the final boss. So you get that sort of moment where you sort of feel the ramp of difficulty, and then it'll sort of uh, sort of drop. So you get that sort of moments uh, easier moments, and then it all sort of builds up again. So that's the way I sort of approach the the overall design for a level. Um, but uh, it sort of like randomizes each area, but still works off that sort of system um, of making sure like it progressively sort of ramps up each area. And how many levels are there? So there's five different worlds. Um, yeah. For now. And uh, yeah, the I guess each, each area sort of increases in levels. Uh, each level you sort of pass. Okay, so so let's kind of talk about your you, you, game's hard, man. Like, am I bad at games? Well, okay, we know I'm bad at games, but like, your you, you game's hard, but at the same time, I really like it. But at the same time, it's like <laughs> frustrating. I, I feel like I would have like a bear. Be quiet, King. I, I know I'm. Okay, so. so, so <clears throat> I feel like I would have like a better time playing it on co-op. So, would there ever be online co-op? Um, you with the with the difficulty, I guess I should say I've I've had uh, like different people say uh, like some people have found it really easy, and then other people have found it a little bit more challenging. So it's really hard to gauge. Um, I guess where it sort of lies, um, you know, in the middle for for various people. Um, but, uh, I guess there, in terms of co-op, uh, there is, uh, there's currently, it does, Steam does support, um, the remote play co-op. Yeah, yeah, but the problem with that, that may, may not always, um, work for p- p- people, you know? Yeah, remote play can be kind of like iffy, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So on, yeah, online's pretty hard to. Uh, I guess with online, you sort of need to decide from the start to uh, get online uh, uh, up and running. Yeah, it's very hard to just insert it into game. Um, it's it's not as simple as you know. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not making out too simple. It's just. It's hard to get friends to come over, you know? Yeah. 
you know, um, we, we don't all have like friends, you know. <laughs> I'm, 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 not, I'm not, I'm not trying to give you a hard time. I, I, I was just like asking. Just okay, no, no yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So the the current, yeah, the current uh, sort of setup is you can do remote play, um, or you know have someone play with you, uh, you know, on the same screen. So, so what would you need to be able to implement like online play? Um, a lot of time. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you looked into it or no? Yeah, just f- focus on the current state of the game. Um, I at the start I did think think about it, but it just seemed like uh, probably a little bit too ambitious for my first game and to do something by myself because um, there's a lot of testing um, uh, involved with that, and I just thought it, it's probably better that I don't do something that would uh, take up. Uh, take away from me actually being able to make the game. Um, it's online's a very, very sort of uh, involved sort of process. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, those one of my friends for the longest time wanted a lot like uh, 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 online, like um, multiplayer for the like um, open world game and. F- for, for the longest time, he thought he'd never be able to like get to it, and he was a- able to make it happen by chance. And that's because like a friend like helped him, so you know he oh, he yeah, got cool. very. It's a very interesting story, but pretty much, uh, but yeah, uh, uh what, what was did I want you? So, how has the reception of the game been? Uh, probably as you'd like expect. Like some people like it, some people don't. Um, I guess the art style is makes it sort of. I, I would say like it. I did set out to make something that uh wasn't sort of your typical sort of shooting style game. It was more stylized. Um, so some people do like it. Obviously, some people don't. Um. But uh, yeah, people do have praise, you know, um, the sort of arcade element to it and the style and uh, being able to just uh, shoot cheeseburgers and stuff. Yeah, I I, I really do like the um, stylized, like when I first like saw the screenshots and like every time I saw a trailer, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to play this. I can't wait to play this. When is this coming out? You know, so it's cool to to finally see it out and see people enjoying it, playing it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely rewarding um, seeing people have fun with it, um, definitely. So has there been any, like, feedback that that has, like, surprised you? Um, No, not really. It's been that people have given feedback and I've sort of listened to it and uh, said, yeah, that's probably a good critique. Um, So I have implemented some feedback that I thought uh, that was good Um, and that improved the game. And that's sort of what I've gotten so far, um, which is good. So to move on to uh, another topic, how important is game marketing? How important is game art? 
marketing 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 oh yeah sorry um yeah marketing is very important um i think in like with social media at the point uh, uh social media at the moment it's very hard to uh to to very clearly get you know sort of your game in front of a lot of eyes um so i definitely think marketing is more important today than ever um considering the mass of games that are coming out so, so i i've seen you use like like different like social media platforms uh so how do you personally best use the uh social media platforms to help promote your game like what's your social media strategy um uh i guess like you sort of like have to look at each sort of social media platform and see what content is going to work um for each of them so i feel like facebook sort of not like it used to be so you sort of like i don't feel like i need to post as much there as i would like on instagram and twitter yeah i'm 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 so, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at facebook i i i probably post you know and, and a lot of my facebook yeah. posts are just me copying and pasting my posts from other platforms so yeah i definitely think like facebook is definitely uh feels different to post than uh instagram and twitter these days but um i feel like instagram is you know you gotta go for something that uh you, instagram you can post a lot of just like development stuff like uh and just sort of quick sort of pictures but i feel like twitter um you definitely go for more action sort of like more uh, stuff that you feel like that might go viral. So more things that uh, are going to get clicks and stuff. So I definitely, I feel like everyone sort of goes for things that are going to be a little bit more shiny on Twitter. Yeah, I think like Instagram's pretty good if, if you have like more visual and like development screenshots and stuff. And and like you said, Twitter, you, you, it's probably one of the platforms you want to try and get the most like engagement out of you know yeah yeah i mean that's just my opinion but that's sort of like what i've sort of seen and learned uh so far uh but when knows i tend to get more engagement on like instagram i i, I get a lot more like follows and likes when i post stuff on instagram yeah uh i guess it's just uh but I, I don't know what the like to like click ratio is on Instagram, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when you were, I, I guess maybe halfway through developing your game and stuff, did did you ever like consider, or did you like ever like launch a Kickstarter? Because I don't think you did, unless I'm misremembering. Um. I mean, I think everyone sort of thinks about the possibility of uh, how they go about funding. But uh, uh, for the first one, I just want to see, you know, what what the development process could be like, you know, without, um, I guess, like trying to get too much funding. So I just want to see what, what the process was. Um, I know that sounds a little bit weird, but uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I wasn't sure that Kickstarter was the right thing to do um, in terms of funding or the project. 
So, uh, looking back now, do you wish you would have launched a Kickstarter, or did you, uh, are you glad you didn't? Um, I feel like this was a small game, so uh, I don't like a Kickstarter would have given me more time to add more content, uh, I guess, but I don't think um, it would have changed the game too much i mean like from where like i've got more content planned for the game but i don't think that would have changed um my approach to the game uh or you know how much more time i needed i probably would have just used more time do you know what i mean like it it i sort of got everything i needed to to get out of the project done so so i i did did you ever uh uh demo your game at like conventions and stuff yeah, I sorry. I should uh, mention that I did get funding from my uh, local uh, arts government as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like government like programs that can like help for your funding for um, a game. Yeah, so they they sort of helped with the the game release. So I was able to hire like a marketing and a, a trailer trailer person to help. And uh, yeah. yeah, is it difficult to? pitched to the government to give like funding to a project like an indie game um so this is the first time going through the process but uh so it is a little bit formal but uh pretty relaxed so you basically sort of show your game um sort of like write up a brief and then uh sort of explain what you sort of your intent for it um but yeah it's definitely a new experience i wouldn't say it was hard but uh it's just something you know you'll have to you sort of have to do when you're pitching just products in general okay okay so one of the cool topics i wanted to ask so like i think a couple of months ago you had this like cool giveaway for this sick looking like num num like xbox one controller skin or controller or like xbox something like that yeah so what, 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 how did that, that like c- c- come about? Um, I thought uh, it'd be cool to uh, sort of do something that was sort of physical. Because um, I, I guess it, it's fun sort of like just talking about it, but I thought it'd be sort of cool to, to give away something as well. Um, you know, just experimenting with different things I could uh, promote um but yeah it's like interesting to to get like you know boxes like a box printed and uh you're getting this like controller sort of together um it was fun it was fun making it yeah uh is it part do do you plan on like selling any more of those or was that one time thing um it's possible that in the future i might do some more giveaways um that's that's all I sort of have planned for now, but I'd probably do a few more giveaways. Because it was pretty like sick looking, like uh, yeah. whoever like designed the like skin and stuff did a pretty good good job with it. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> okay, okay. I was just sure if you had like a manufacturer that did the designing or something like that. No, no, I I did it and got it printed. Um, but yeah, no thanks. Oh, you you <laughs> you, you, you printed it yourself? 
Yeah, so it's uh, uh no, you, you get a company to go and print it. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, can you mention what company you went you went through or no? Uh, I probably won't. But uh, it's uh, anyone can pretty much do it. It's sort of like a decal skin that okay. you put on the controller. But, oh, okay. Uh, very cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so. so some of our last couple topics are focused on content creators. So what's your like relationship with content creators and how important is that relationship? Um, I guess I don't have a personal relationship with them, but uh, I do think um, in terms of like people discovering games, um, uh, finding out about games, I do think they're really important now probably more important than you know uh reviewers because you actually get to see people experience the game um yeah but uh, but some content creators are reviewers so you know yeah but it's sort of different because i sort of feel like it's different because you actually get to to sort of see someone uh sort of enjoy the game uh, various people enjoy the game in different ways even though they're still reviewing it um I still feel, I feel like it's a, a really sort of nice um, sort of future. You know, it's it's like, uh, yeah, YouTube has definitely opened up, uh, initially opened up like a different way that uh, we all consume content. So um, are you familiar with the Angry Joe show? Uh, briefly, yeah. You, oh, you might not. You may or may not know this then, but uh, so so uh, over Joe and and I think it was even Alex Adela, they actually streamed your game. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see their names in the leaderboards. Yeah, that was pretty cool. When I was like scrolling, like I'm like, oh, the Angry Joe show streamed on Apocalypse. That's pretty cool. So. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'd, I definitely um, enjoyed uh, seeing people play. Um, it's very nice to see. Rewarding. So, so um, do, do you go out and uh, contact content creators to cover your game or no? Um, so I so for the, the project with the funding I got I hired a, a marketing team to sort of help me with that because um, I was busy working on the game I needed help um, so they sort of handled that side of things cool cool so to kind of talk about social media and like email what do you prefer to use in which like situations because sometimes i f- feel like i get i'll get a response through social media or s- sometimes i'll get a response for like emails so, so, so i'm not quite sure um what to contact a developer through email or like social media yeah um i think I think social media sort of is easier, but um, it it can be hard to to sort of. I guess, like for me, email people. Someone's taken the time to sort of uh, try to contact you about something serious. So that's sort of how I would see it. 
where I feel like social media is a little bit more casual, but sometimes it's just easier and quicker to contact someone via social media. So um, I don't really have a definitive sort of outlook. Because uh, sometimes I'll c- contact a person for both and they won't like respond through email. They respond through the social media like interaction or sometimes it's the other way around. So, you know, it's. Yeah. I think it just depends on the person and uh, uh, I guess how they view or what their preferences are. So how do you think a content creator should go about like approaching you then? Is there like, Um, like an etiquette they should follow? No, no, I don't think so. I think whatever suits them. Um, I think that's fine. Well, well, uh, particularly if they're requesting for a review copy of a game. Um, I would probably say email because um, it's it's there. I can like probably look and go through and recall in that sort of scenario. But if someone just contacted me through to just say Twitter, I'd, I'd probably respond much quicker, but I'd probably deal with like, that's sort of like a business sort of matter. So I would definitely say email yeah. Um, personally. Yeah. Yeah. But luckily nowadays we have like fancy, like um, key websites, like email and indie boost that makes things a lot more like easier in my opinion. Yeah. 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 So we have one final question, and then we're going to open it to the chat. So, chat, if you have any questions for guests, um, get those questions raised. So, uh, this last question is: What is something you, you wish you did differently? Um, I guess. I mean, if I, I guess, spend a lot more time, uh, sort of prototyping. I'd like to see how much more I could get out of the prototyping phase, I guess. But uh, I was trying to stick to sort of like a, a timeline and sort of milestones. So uh, I guess I, I, I guess now that I have more experience, I wish I'd sort of spent more time in the prototyping phase before moving out of it. So uh, King has a question. Who did your music? Did you do the music or did you hire someone else to do the music? So the music's probably the only thing that I haven't done. Um, uh, I did hire someone. Uh, his name is Jacob Bellini, and he's a sort of music slash developer in Australia as well. Cool. Cool. I think it helped to um, hire a musician that was local to you, or was that just a funny coincidence? Um, I did, I did meet him recently and, uh, he did, uh, express, uh, eagerness to sort of work, uh, on something that I was creating at the time. Um, so it just seemed like a, a really good sort of fit. Um, it, but it, yeah, it was just coincidence. So, I, I, first of all, I want, uh, thank you for, uh, joining me for this, uh, podcast. No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. And this has been Anos Indie Cafe, where we discuss and promote various indie games and um, 
indie projects. If you have your own indie game or indie project, feel free to buy some of time. Talk about it. Plug the link. You know, and we do that twitch.tv slash now here. Uh, Wednesday through Friday at 2 p.m. Arizona time. And one, like, final announcement before we completely close out. We now have a website, which you can check out at nanosindiecafe.com. 